Hey guys, there's one here. Okay, yeah. I, I just have to put the intro. Hi everyone, we're live now. Welcome to the debate about the Super League aftermath, essentially. Uh, we have a interesting cast, uh, different from the last time, so I could get varied opinions. Uh, I'll start from my, I guess, top right caller. Toby, thanks for joining us. Sure, thanks for having me. Um, Excited to come to the, awesome uh, the Lions. <laughs> Lions then, not really Lions then, funny enough. Uh, we have a who, uh, long time person who has been gone for a while, coming back on the pod. I think it was last year, like maybe two years ago. Uh, right thanks for joining. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, hola, a member of the, of the pod, back again. I'm sure it's coming here with his bulletproof ready, ready to fire. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm still recovering from yesterday. Please, <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any, fight left. I don't have any well, fighting. I don't have any fighting spirit today. I beg. Well, who on this call has fighting spirits? <laughs> hey, we are chilling. Chilling with your Hey, we're chilling in solid second again, right? <laughs> solid second. Yeah. You remember that? Was that Moreno season? Yeah. yeah, Moreno season. That you guys were just yeah, solid second all season. through the season. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's, that's what we're doing again. It's 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 a that's it's a humble uh, people... many years of success. <laughs> you said you said what? I said it's a humbling feeling after so many years of success. To, to yeah, start it falling. is. It is. Yeah. As, as everyone is joining, uh, once you're watching, people who are watching, like, share, subscribe to our content. And tell your friends, tell your enemies. You should not have enemies, but tell your enemies if you have one about our podcast. <laughs> Today, we'll be diving into the Super League. Obviously, the last one week has been crazy. A lot of things have happened, uh, but we're going to focus, we're going to narrow in on the Super League deal versus UFA Swiss model. Um, we'll be talking about the fallout from the deal. There's been different things that happened, um, protests from different um, clubs, Chelsea, Arsenal, uh, Manchester United. Um, we'll talk about the, the position of the CEOs. Do you think there should be any consequences? Uh, uh, we also try to make suggestions from everybody. What do you think about the Super League, the Swiss model? How can we make it better? Um, I know last podcast we had a lot of um, opinions, which are kind of for the Super League, and that's why we sorry, that was against the Super League. That's why we're going to start with Toby, who is, I think he's for, or he wasn't totally against it. So, Toby, tell us why you are for the Super League, apart from the fact that Arsenal are looking for a shortcut to get back to Champions League, you know that. Tell us your reasons about the Calm down, all of you calm down. Shot fired, shot fired. Okay, we, it's not good to start like this, but let me let me since you've given me an opportunity to uh, express my thoughts, I appreciate it. And and I'll say, every every football fan was shocked with the Super League announcement. Like none of us saw it coming. And the first thing I saw when I saw it was, huh, this is interesting. What is this all about? And I think where we've where we've differed is how we analyze one the motives of the clubs who are doing it, and two the reason for doing it. And three, just football in general. And 
I have very different opinions from, I know a lot of people on that entire Facebook group and, and that's fine. Um, and my opinion on the Super League was same with what Wenger was saying 10 years ago. Football is, has gotten ahead of itself. We've had, I was looking at numbers today, when the EPL started till today, we've had a 2,133% rise in, in wages. Regular inflation is 106%. So football, footballers' wages have risen 2,000% since the EPL was started. When the EPL was started, it was the exact same thing. It was supposedly called the Super League as well. And it was five clubs that were advocating it. And they said the exact same thing. We're bringing the most revenue. And so we want to monetize it. And football was in trouble. There was hooliganism on the, in, in the stands. The states of stadiums all over England was, was dire. There was a lot of... It was just not a pleasurable experience. And I think it was the FA and another um, committee did a comparison of the American sports model and the British sports model. And they found out that American franchises are profitable. And then UK, UK sports businesses are unsustainable. And what they did when they came up with the Premier League, which was led by you know Arsenal, Everton, you know, David Dean of our Arsenal, was to take elements of that and say, look, if we go commercial and we break away, we can actually make football better. So I guess sometimes, yes, I troll when I say things like, yeah, Gary Neville would not have a job if it wasn't for so-called greedy corporate um, bodies. But the fact is, EPL has already decided they're going to be commercial. And once you've made the decision to be commercial, you have to make it sustainable. And the only way you're sustainable in any business, I mean, we all, we all, we're all either businessmen or we work for companies. Once you're a business, the only way you're sustainable is if you have um, a revenue stream and you have a margin at the end of the day after your expenses. So I don't want to take too much time, but my point with the whole Super League, my position on the Super League was I understood their motive. I didn't see it as greed. I saw it more of a reaction to Corona, like because COVID, at least this soon, I think COVID, they said most, most EPL clubs have roughly 20% of their revenue from match day income, right? And then you have, um, and then the rest is from obviously your sponsors sponsorship deals which depend on match day attendances as well um and then so what happens when you take away 20 percent of all clubs revenue players only agree to five percent um um salary cut in which case a club like arsenal gave the players back all those wages in in, in january and then um you ask yourself how are you going to create continue with this model so my point is more of <clears throat> i'm not necessarily a supporter of the Super League in its current form, I think it's a great idea for sustainability. Do I think it has yeah. issues around the football in merit? Can it be tweaked? Yes, but I don't agree with the characterization of the owners as, it became a moral argument such that these are evil, we are for good, everyone if you're this, you're for evil. And I, I completely disagree with that because Gary never won't have a job without Sky. Sky was supposedly the evil broadcaster. Thierry Henn won't have a job. Jimmy Carragher won't have a job. All these guys would have retired if football was kept local. They would all be plumbers or, you know, I don't know what, working at Amazon. I don't know what they'll be doing now, but they certainly won't be, be, won't be benefiting. So I just found a lot of that, a lot of that over the top antagonism as like a little bit hypocritical coming from ex players, not necessarily coming from guys here. So that's my position on Super League, right? I think it's a model. And I think it's basically like the American model of franchises, right? You don't hear of American sports franchises going bankrupt. 
but you also hear of if you if I ask you to list the last ten years who's won the NFL, you won't list one team. Who's won the 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 bonds they got last nine or thirteen years? It's, it's probably Bayern, right? If I ask you to list the last ten winners yeah. of the NBA, you won't list one team. You list multiple teams, right? So we can have this argument of oh one is fairer because it's systematically you can get relegated, but we're all sitting here. We know our clubs are not going to get relegated, right? You can say, oh well, how did this person come up? Well, can Watford win the pre the, the the Champions League today? No, it's a myth. It's like I look at it like like how black people are treated in America. Oh, we'll keep this system, but we'll let you guys feel you can rise and overcome. But really, commercially, you're not going to, right? It's just not going to happen. Whether it's it's commercially. It's based on the, the the incentives that that hold clubs back and keep the top clubs top, or it's by rule that says this top club cannot drop down. So anyway, I I know there's a lot of voices here. My position is simply, I understand it from a revenue point of view, and if we're really going to say want to we want to discard with all of this and we want football to come back to the fans, then the first people that need to start taking pay cuts are the players because that's what's driving football broke. Players, agents middlemen all of that waste that's where the problem is so that's that's my my position do you so okay. you really believe good points hold on hold on phillips before we start the go back and forth let me take all the comments so that the guys the let me just read out all the comments quickly then we can go to you phillips uh john says make a platform for us to chat about this yeah that's why you're engaging comments thanks for comments Next comment is from Facebook user. I said, where is Chuki? Give us Chuki. Yeah, I don't think you can make it. Uh, Are you sure that wasn't Chuki that wrote um, that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to, hey, Chuki, if you want to jump on, send me a message. I'll send you the stream to jump on. If you want to I'm jump on. I'm just messing around here. Uh, <laughs> no, no, if it's Chuki, wants to jump on, it's, I'll send it to him. Um... Everybody's asking for Chuki. Someone says, shots early in the show. Shots fired early. Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> Had to get a shot in for Toby. He's been firing shots all week. Someone says, good to have someone with a different opinion on here. Thanks, Ayo. Uh, so that's what it's about. It's about opinions. Next comment says, I can tell you, Toby, Super League is a good idea, but it needs to be adjusted. Mm, I don't know totally agree with that, but my comment come at the end. Um, <laughs> last comment says, this is basically, if you ever had an episode, the super league to tweak it, it could have been a good system. Okay. Um the floor is yours. Favorite. Okay. You some comments. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So um it's funny that Toby said not none of our teams is getting relegated. And he knows where his team is on the table. We're not gonna get relegated, let's be honest. <laughs> I know. Just saying anything is possible, you know, but um Never been relegated in history. Real quick, the, the the person that just said, basically, if you ever negotiated with the ESL to tweak it, it could have been a good system. That is the basis of my biggest problem with the ESL. Basically, these guys went in on Friday and voted to approve whatever UEFA was coming to announce. And then on Sunday, they want to um, announce the Super League. And the point is this, if they think the Super League is a better idea, why wasn't that what they were pushing for in the negotiations? Why not vote down whatever UEFA was putting up and say, hey, we don't agree with this. We think this is a bad idea. We have a better idea. Let's negotiate on this. Why vote to approve something 
and then basically announce something else two days later. And that's where, when you talk about motive, Toby, that's where my problem is with these owners. If they really have good intentions and they want to really just make the game better, then do that. Don't do, say one thing in the back, announce one thing in front. Don't come out and start with, hey, we're getting 300 million, million pounds each. You know, come up with a full plan, a comprehensive plan and, and put it out there. In their plan, I didn't see anything about what's going to happen to the other teams and what's going to happen to the other leagues. I mean, these guys are too smart not to understand that, you know, yes, there's a lot of people that are just, you know, herd, herd followership, you know. They just want to follow whatever the crowd is saying. But there's enough smart people out there that if you put out a comprehensive plan that shows up exactly how this is going to work, how this is going to um make the game better rather than focusing on what you're going to make out of it, which is the 300 million dollars. I mean, people say, you know, you show your first, your face when you, with your first impression. Right. And their first thing coming out was, Hey, we're getting 300 million. So that makes me, that's why people say it's greed because if that's the first thing you're willing to put out then that tells us that's your motive, that's your goal. If if they had come out with a comprehensive plan and released the whole plan, there's nothing wrong releasing 300 pages memo. Let people go read it. Let people dissect it. Let them understand it and then come back with a reaction. But when you put out a press release and all you want to talk about is how much money you're going to be making and now you're the best in the world and why you're the one that can save football, what, what other reaction do you expect from people? At the very least, okay. it's... A, it's out of touch, and I don't know. Can I finish your point? Finish, sorry, I caught you. I caught you. Finish your point. You're good, yeah. Okay. Okay. I told you this question is for you, and you can answer. I think you had some comments. So I like how the entirety of Toby's point overlooked the very point of the game competition. So, Toby, so, any, any response yeah. to that? Yes. I. I'm, I'm confused. How is there not competition in the NBA and the NFL and the EPL? Like, let's be honest, competition is always going to be there. This was not going to remove competition. People said that when you had all this money in Champions League, people won't compete for FA Cup. What happened? People said when you had um, money in Premier League, teams will, will, will not compete in, in Carabao Cup. We just saw City and Tottenham play a pretty competitive game. What are they going to get from this financially? Absolutely nothing. But they're just going to say they got a trophy. Once you have a trophy in football, footballers want to win, wants to win trophies. <clears throat> they don't care of, oh, if we win this, we get the club an extra 40 million. That's not what's in the mind of a footballer. He wants to win titles and trophies. So if there's any, once you have a title yeah. and a trophy there, you're going to have competition. Um, I just want to answer one of the points um, and favorite made. I, I'm not saying that these guys had a moral motive. I'm not saying they were there was a there was a moral motive there. I'm saying their motive is purely financial, and I see it, and I recognize it because clubs are facing serious financial pressure today, all over Europe, not just in England. <laughs> a lot of clubs are spending 145% of their turnover, and they're going to get absolutely screwed. There is a problem, there's a crisis, there's a financial crisis. I think it was, I can't remember which accounting firm did this last year before pandemic that said literally 
the current model we have is bankrupting football in England and and Europe. You know, maybe Germany not so much, but but there's a there's a problem they're trying to solve. So I agree with you completely that the rollout could have been better. It was a stupid way to do it. It was cynical for them to sign that thing with UEFA and come out in a couple of days. Completely agree with you on all those points. That yes. And I agree with you, their PR rollout of this was a complete disaster because that's why you've had this reaction. Is people can't even take a rational reaction. It's like, oh my God, like I had to dig deep to find that they had put cost controls of 50%, or 50, I think it was 53%. No club can spend more than 53% of their earnings on player wages. Can UEFA do that? UEFA re um, recommends 75, but once Man City or anybody breaks it, they, they look the other way. And you want people don't take them seriously. Anyway, that's my point. Okay, I have not let all that talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm to you. You can talk. You can talk. Okay, right. okay, okay. Um, very good points on both sides of the issue. Now, um, first of all, for me, it wasn't a moral morality issue. I'm not blind to the flaws of AFA. And I take issue with the fact that after this has happened, some people have been going along that lines of, oh, these fans, you are so stupid. You think UEFA are doing fantastic. And, um, oh, ESL maybe would have been better. Why are you guys being so stupid? These guys are just playing you. Fans are not stupid. Fans know there's there are flaws in the current system. We know. And we have been fighting the current system. But fans know that this ESL would have brought bigger problems that we wouldn't have been able to fight. At the moment, we can hold the FA accountable. We can hold the FA accountable. We have been fighting away price tickets. They finally agreed because, because away price tickets are now capped. In Liverpool, we fought a, 77, um, a price increase of £77. Pounds. We fought against it. The owners backed down. When they wanted to make uh, avail of the follow scream, you know, when this pandemic started, we fought against it. They backed down. They wanted to train back Liverpool's name. We fought against it. They backed they back down. So people should not think that, okay, because... Uh, or oh, maybe fans are just being stupid and thinking these guys are doing for our own good. We know what they're doing. We know, okay, these guys are also doing for their own good, but we're just saying this UEFA currently is the lesser of the evil. Now, I'm going to bring some facts into this. Number one, UEFA have been bending over backwards for these big clubs for years because these big clubs keep wanting bigger money, they want bigger power, they want bigger share of power. So UEFA have been tweaking the system just to keep them happy. Even this new format that I was talking about, the Swiss model format, it's because they wanted to create more games for many of these big clubs so they can have more money from revenue. But it's still not enough for these guys. When I talk about greed, I'm not talking about only money. I'm talking about power. Now, look, for example, Liverpool owner, Liverpool's owner bought us for £300 million. If Liverpool is sold tomorrow now, they got, they got a, a £3 billion bid as recently as a few days ago. So they, they bought us for 300 million and they're going to sell us for at least 3 billion. And that's even, and they even rejected that. So they're looking for around 4 billion. So are you telling me that money is still not enough for them? When I talk about greed, that's what I'm talking about. So now they now say they want to form a super league because uh, um, Toby says the pandemic, pandemic is the, is the reason. Is the reason? Is the reason? No, I just oh, said, um, they lost accelerated. They said they lost revenue. They lost revenue. That's what yeah. you're saying. That many of them well, even lost before revenue. pandemic, they were already in trouble. Yeah, and uh, that's not going to stop. That's not going to stop them from being in trouble. Let, let us say, for example, Real Madrid joined this Super League and got 300 million. 
what is to stop Real Madrid from going to bid for Haaland and then splashing, like you are saying, maybe 53% limit. What stopped them from splashing all that 53% on Haaland and still making the game unsustainable? Out of that 300 million, they could easily have spent 200 million to get Haaland and pay his wages. And then 20 million is going to his agent. Another 20 million is going to his father. It's not going to stop. You're thinking this is going to solve this. It's not going to solve anything. And what's even worse, the model they proposed is an anti-competition model in which 15 teams are guaranteed perpetual qualification. Okay. Perpetual qualification, nobody. And then some, a comment here, um, I maybe you saw one of the comments, somebody saying, yeah, anything, no, no team is beyond relegation. Leeds United were a big team. They were one of the founding teams of Premier League. They went down. They went down. They went relegated. Okay, you tell me it's because they overspent. No, no, no. They overspent. Yes, yes, uh, yes. They got in debt. They no, got in no. debt. They, they got in debt and went down. So no yeah. team is beyond relegation. As now, the way they are run now, Stan Kroenke, silent Stan, is it's not putting much money into the club, is it? So if you are telling me that yeah, no exactly. team is above yeah. relegation, he has actually put in more money than than most than than others other other owners. People just don't know it. He backstopped the party, <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah we'll let you finish your point. I don't want to keep interjecting. Okay, okay. So you're saying owners are putting the money in. That is their job. As owners, you're supposed to make your club competitive. That is your job to put in money. You, you shouldn't be giving them credit for that. They are owners. They're supposed to make your club competitive. The reason why Liverpool fans get angry with our own owners is that they rarely even put in their own money. They, they, we are a sell-to-buy club, which is what Arsenal were doing for a long time too. We sell generate money through sales, and then you now use that money to buy. When this pandemic started, they wanted to put players, they wanted to put staff on follow because they didn't want to pay out of their own pockets. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, it's not a morality issue. If we are talking about finances, these owners are multi-billionaires already. Where does it stop? Where does it stop? We fans are always going to be the ones suffering it. We are always going to be the ones suffering it. Because if this ESL had gone through, they would have sold the rights to another broadcast channel. Of and course. then would have had to buy another streaming package to watch ESL. We're already suffering. I was saying personally, for me, I don't even watch all games anymore. It's going beyond my reach. I'm already complaining. And then they, don't want, they want to join ESL on top. You okay. People say, hey, stop, stop watching. Stop watching now. Stop watching. Eh? Why, okay. why, why do you keep watching? Football, football is an addiction, especially Liverpool. I can't stop watching Liverpool. So the problem with Liverpool. What? Let me say some comments. Let me let me jump in. Let me let me read out all the comments. The comments are a lot now. They're almost like yeah. I have some replies to both I um Ola and Toby. Okay. Okay, no problem. Uh says okay. Last comment. I don't think it's beyond review. Shaka was relegated. That's true. And they went to Spain as as soon as twenty fifteen. Uh, next comment says. Personally, I think it's a good idea, but presented badly. It's that simple. Next comment um, from, I think this is um, Jola says, competition between whom, though? Um, the people in the league now. <laughs> Who's the competition with? It's the people in the league now. See why he's talking about never going to get it. Shaka just get it. That's what happens when you have a real sport. Okay. Um, next comment, the Toby. They are getting 90k. That's a player's weekly wage. And I don't I think get that was in response to that was yeah, I should have taken this comment earlier. I think that was in response to when you mentioned uh, something about which I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to that. I don't I don't remember. Um Bola says 
We can't use poor management as an excuse to pull away from the football system. No one is telling you Madrid to spend 400k thousand pounds per, per week on David Alaba for five years. That's a good point. <clears throat> um, how do you explain Arsenal's shitty performances? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that just went that just went to different a different direction. Okay. Uh, so people just want to troll. Some people just want to troll. Yeah. Let me let me let me let me ask, let me. Okay, I, I guess it's EJ. No, one second, one second. No, that this is EJ saying good discussion. Thanks, EJ. Uh, Bola says great points. Hola. Uh, I have a disagreement with <laughs> points about the owner. So. I'm not on crowd. No problem. We'll come to you. Let, all of you just hold your thoughts. So let's do this because it's going to be a lot of comments. If you have thoughts, write it down so that we can catch everybody's own. And uh, the response says Toby must be on Chromecast payroll. Possibly. I wish. You know, Toby I has wish. connections. <laughs> I, <laughs> wish. <laughs> I wish. Toby, I know you have, you you have these connections. <laughs> I receive it. Give me his number here. Say Toby's out number. Toby is a big, so it's a big man. Big man. Toby. You can take everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm trying to be as neutral as possible. I'll, I'll have my comments at the end. Oh, he's saying the 90k oh, was, was nice. <laughs> What's so, the response to the winner well, of the Willy Cup? Okay. Are you sure? So, that number seems low. It's more than that, but that's... I think it's 900k well, or something. It's, it's yeah, not, I think it was half a million or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah, that's probably but, let, me, let me let me jump in real quick to, to, to point some things out to Allah. I mean to okay, jump Toby. in Toby. So yes, the NBA model works and NFL and all that, but you're forgetting some very key factors why it works. Number one, they have the antitrust protection from the government, which these teams are not gonna have in, in Europe. That's one of the biggest reasons. EPL has some, EPL has some government controls too. That government controls is different from antitrust protection. I because we, a lot of you know tax breaks, a lot of protection from any form of outside league competition. They yeah. have a lot of that that these teams are not going to get from the European governments. So okay. that's one of the main things. But the other key point you have to keep in mind is this. Yes, every league starts with good intentions and all of that. What got us to this point? I think that's the biggest problem we've been running into. Nobody's looking at what got us into this point. You make a good point that, okay, the player wages are so high, or they've gotten so high, 200% increase in the life, or 2,000%, you said, since the EPL began. But the people that point that out to you, they don't tell you what is the value of the clubs, what, is, what percentage has the value of the clubs risen? What percentage yeah. of revenue of the club reason? Yeah. Those are the factors that play into it. If you actually do the math and look at the percentage of what players make just nowadays to what they were making as a percentage of the club revenues, it's not that far off. The, the truth is money has just added into the game so much more. The other thing you have to keep in mind is this. You said that the player wages and the agents is what has ruined the game, which we can agree to that, but let's go back to what led to player wages in and agents. Teams started making deals with agents in the back end. Teams started paying agents to bring mm -hmm. them play and willing to pay. So it's these same owners that decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to pay this agent. I'm going to make this agent my buddy and give him all this extra dough to go bring me these players. So they created the problem. And you know what? 
as you said, you said, oh, 53% um, cap that they're going to put on the player wages. Well, guess what? 53% is a good number until Real Madrid or Manchester United finds a way to split, to put off player wages into something else, into another bucket. They'll yep. call it, um, they'll call it, they could call it, um, no. Uh, appearance bonuses or something. They so, will find a way to get around that number and they will overspend. This is what these people do. And they're going to okay. keep doing it. Okay. I, I I hear your point. I would, I would, I think we should take a step back and, and acknowledge two things. Like, if, if if there's a problem with something today and I say, here's a, here's a way to solve it, mm -hmm. right? You can't make the point that well. These clubs are always going to be rational. They're they're always going to be stupid. They're always going to mess it up. In which case, then let they shouldn't be in the business of owning football, right? But the the the, the broader point is, what's the job of an owner? Ola made a good point that hey, whoever bought Liverpool, these guys bought Liverpool. Now the value yeah. of Liverpool has gone up. But in 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 business, that's not value they can until they sell. They've not gotten that value. It's like owning a stock, right? It's retained earnings. Call it what you want to call it. It's but, okay. You forget the price of the team value. What about? Oh, the hold on, hold, hold on. My point is, my point is, it's like buying a house in in America for two hundred thousand, right? Paying your rent every month, right? So pay your mortgage, and then you sell it for a million dollars in ten years' time. Fine, but you don't get that million dollars till you sell it. Now, my point is simply this: in in the in England, England allowed foreign ownership to come in and buy clubs, right? And so they, and it saved the EPL. Let's be honest, it saved the EPL in 92, 93. It reformed football in the EPL, right? Give all these players wages, made it a spot that everybody could watch worldwide. Before, if you were in London and Arsenal was playing, unless you went to the stadium, you couldn't see the game, right? And right now, we now have a situation where they have to live within their means. FFP is not about club value. It's about if you make six hundred million, at the Toby, end of the sorry, sorry. How did oh, how did they save football? I mean, I don't. Really, hold on. There's an EPL report about um, football league report, and I can send it to you after the game, after okay. the, the call. They basically there was a lot of hooliganism in football. People were scared to go yeah. there. Stadiums were collapsing. They yeah, needed yeah, right. It was for like the down. I don't want to say the downtrodden. But it wasn't foreign investment. No, no, no. But it was they went to carry the foreign US, UK, US model of sports, and the football league wanted to break away from the the national league. There were fight. There were two leagues in England fighting. Yeah. David Dean and five clubs backed them, and then they pulled away and formed the EPL. And but since, you said foreign money saved it. That's the part I'm trying to understand. Okay, so my point is the way foreign money has saved it is because they allowed foreigners to buy clubs, right? That didn't come until much later. Yes, yes, yes. It didn't come yeah. until later. But Sky's money yeah. was, was foreign. The whole point I was making, maybe I, I, the point I was trying to make was opening up football to the wider world through Sky. Okay. Solve this local problem. Because now I'm sitting in Nigeria. I can watch EPL, right? And contribute to those clubs' earnings with my DSTV subscription, whatever you want to call it. My point is they opened up football as a business. Okay. Opposed to some other leagues that do it differently. So my the issue with that is once you make it a business, you have only a couple of things. You have top-line revenue, you have cost, and your margin. So you have to live within those means. Arsenal is the club. All of us Arsenal fans are sitting here. Our club, we don't necessarily need the ESL, right? Because 
Arsenal had $200 million in, in cash a couple of years ago. Yes, we'd have gone through some of it with, with, with the pandemic. But we don't, we've paid off our stadium. Tottenham is screwed. They just built another million dollar stadium and the pandemic happened. So think about it. They're in a bad situation. And so once you've allowed, once you said it's to be run like a business, then let's keep morality aside. If I'm a business, I either raise revenue or I reduce costs. And as a fraction of revenue, right, today, it look at all of us. We're all sitting here, you know, both of you are United fans. Allah is a Liverpool fan. What happens when African Nations Cup comes in January? We'll all be praying Mosala doesn't get injured. I'll be praying Party doesn't get injured, right? Because we want them to come back and help us win the league, right? And so, because we don't feel the value of the of the nation of the Nations Cup is the same to us. I'm sorry. Did you just say Arsenal would be linked together? I'm sorry. I have to laugh at that. What did you say? Did you just say Arsenal and we league together? No, no, no. I said, I said that the, the I'm just messaging you. I'm just messaging Yeah, yeah no, but, but my I'm point is the league is more important. So, and why is it more important? Even for even to the player who wants to play, he knows it's more important because that's the league that's paying him 200k a week. His country may be paying him 40 grand a week. So my point is money is in football and money is going to speak. Now, is the other problem yeah. with ESL? Yes. The last point I'll make. To answer our last point, and I'll, I'll let you guys talk, is is you said the job of the owner is to put in money. I disagree. I think as an owner, and it's an opinion thing. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I disagree. If I buy a stock in Apple, I want it to appreciate. Pure business decision. If I own a club, I want that club to win as well as appreciate. You know who's a great owner of a football club and the fans hate his guts? Mike Ashley. They've been trying to chase that man out of that club since 2003 last time i googled it they've been boycotting him since 2003 he's worth two billion pounds today he put it up for sale two years ago he, he got close they didn't get him to the value he's wanted and he doesn't care but guess what live um, newcastle their wage bill and the amount they spent on wages was like 40 percent of all their revenue so you would say this is a club that's the owner is british so there's no anti oh he's a foreigner like i'm hearing a lot of you know oh anti-foreigner speak gets people out of our club get them out of england they understand an english game mike actually understands the english game newcastle guy through and through newcastle is not trying to win the league they're not trying to do anything he's just running it as a business and the fans absolutely hate him for it so you ask yourself your question as a newcastle fan how do i want my club to succeed i have two options mike actually ain't going to do anything he's not going to pull his billion dollars because it's a risk he can spend a billion dollars and not win anything right so he's going to say let me just keep doing what i'm doing we'll manage our wages we'll run sustainably but fans hate him and they're like well you can't win they begin to troll newcastle they have no ambition but if he really has ambition what should he do so basically we're asking for socialism let's all sell to the wealthy that can bankroll all our aspirations and that is not a business it's not a business if football is a business run it as such and I, Honestly, I don't have the numbers right now to tell you what it is. The real inflation of football is from wages. It is from wages because they're getting higher and higher revenues and the proportion they're spending on wages keeps going high. Now, Manchester United can afford to spend on what they spend on wages because their revenue is huge. So Manchester United is actually, if you look at them, I know they hate their CEO, but if you look at what he's done, he's actually controlled a lot of their spending. I think it was 45 or 50% of, of Manchester United's revenue is spent on player wages. That's not the same as 
Everton, that's not the same as some, some other clubs. We're praising Everton today. Why? Because they can go out and get an owner and spend so much. But it's not sustainable when you spend more than you make. That's all I'm going to say. You can't say something sustainable and say the owner should just okay. keep backstopping. Oh, let me just let me just clarify. I just want to clarify something. Sorry, I, I want to clarify something. When I say the job of the owners is to put in money, I'm just going to clarify that. I agree football is a business. It's all about money. Money, if you want to make money, you have to invest money. Money chases money. Okay? If you want, okay. like Liverpool, I said, okay, they got us for 300 million and now we're valued at over 3 billion. It's one of the reasons was we increase our revenue stream. So as an, as an owner, if you want your um, clubs to continue to increase in valuation, there sometimes you have to put in your own money, especially if you know that this is going to help you get success on a higher level. In the past few years, there are some owners that they make money and then they take it out of the club. I think that happens in United. They take money out of United. That is, that is, that is not what a, an owner should do. You should strive to put your club in the most um, strategic position. Now, you are, you are praising Mike Ashley. By Mike Ashley for doing a fantastic job of running it as a business. Newcastle, Newcastle fans did not wake up to support a business. They woke up to support Newcastle Football Club. Now, a, mis a misconception is that Newcastle fans want to win trophies. They, they, they know they are no win winning trophies. They why? want good football. They want good football. Why and they, they, don't want to be fighting, they don't want to be fighting relegation every time. That is why they want him out. Because look at this season, they're fighting relegation. Last season, they fought relegation. They we went down like him. three years ago. They came back I, again. Are you praising him? Why are you praising my cash? What are you praising him for? He took I'm them saying, down. They've gone down twice. They've gone down twice under his Allah, tenure. Allah, Allah, I think he's praising the business side of my, my cash. That's what I'm saying. But and, we do not wake yes, up to because, support a business. We woke up to support a so, football club. We are, yeah. that's, that's what we are talking about. But so, I'm sure you I'm, I'm going to jump in. I have to jump in. I have to jump in. Toby, I have to jump in. I have to jump in now. So I'm going to take all the comments. I'm going to take all the comments first. Then, next thing I'll do, I'll move us to Swiss model. Because I know this is, we're going to, I don't want us to spend all our time, because I'm trying to be efficient everybody's time. I'm, I'm going to move us to talk about the Swiss model, because I can't, everybody has kind of said where they stand. So, um, last comments, I think this was the comment that um, Carabao make 100K for the winner, 50K for the, okay, I don't know if that's verified, but thanks for the comment. Next comment says, a question for Toby, would you support the ESL model at COVID never happened? Hold that thought. We'll, talk, we'll, go, we'll come back to it after I finish my points. Just hold that thought, Toby. We'll come back to you much later. Uh, <laughs> someone says, Toby Odumos is a capitalist. That sounds like... Yes, that, uh, you're a socialist. We need to be locked up. We need to be locked up. See this guy, you think I'm in Putin country. You can have two capitalists different ways. And that's what is here. We're all capitalists. We're just trying to capitalists in different ways. His own super league uh he's on carabao cup um next comment says absolutely okay i think it's just response the cup is useless uh next comment from siama says the toby say win the league next, somebody killed next. me <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always take a shot at arsenal fans they'll come for you you know they'll come for you bola says did he say mike ashley Yes, he did. He said, "My Ashley. Yeah, Toby always been the contrarian. I like, I like that. Jola says, "But all United fans hate the Glazers too." 
It's not about whether your owner is local or foreign. The problem here is that the foreign owners are the ones trying to change the entire model because of money. Uh, next comment says, oh, this is a long comment. My goodness. <laughs> Hand clap for Toby. Only Chelsea, City, and PSG have owners who don't really care about profit. They have other motives. That's why Liverpool and Man United owners cannot just spend recklessly like those three. These investors only want to make profit. If Newcastle fans didn't run as a business, they shouldn't have sold. Basically, fans want an investor who wants to pump money endlessly and not take profit. Where else does uh, that happen? I'll just no, ask you that no, comment. And, no, um, that's, not that's, not that's, not that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true because Manchester United owners feel yeah. recklessly. They just happen to make more money. Yeah, that's true. So that's yes, the that that owner is one of the richest in the league and is doing a better job managing expenses. Ashley was pulling money out of the club. That's true. Um, next comment comes from Yep, that's the point. That's the point I was going to make. One second it says all I is getting Toby Toby's mic actually wrong. He's not supporting Mike, he's only praising for his business brain. Um, business brain and they went down twice they Fernandes went to relegated twice do you know how much <laughs> you get for going down uh one second one second let me is it good to go down so, so it's good to be relegated compared to be relegated uh someone says you know we come to support the business but it is a business like it or not okay so let me let me jump in real quick real quick probably yes you get a lot of money for going down but you lose so much in sponsors and everything, it's either a wash or you're actually still making out less. I know, but I'm saying if you look at the stats yeah. of, for the teams that come back, chances are they went down the year before. It's highly likely that a team that goes yeah, down... because they already have the infrastructure and finances in Yeah, place. so they come back. My, my point is, whatever. Not all of them. Well, Leeds, Leeds spent 16 years before they came back. But when did Leeds go down, what was the partial payment then? I know like, it's not okay. about parachuting, they're mismanaged. If you are mismanaged, you are mismanaged. That's I just know. it. That's fine. So let, let me jump in. One thing I think that needs to be addressed is you know, I know I know Toby kind of talked about it when I was talking about the EPL when they broke away in 92, 93. I think the biggest difference is that time, right? The EPL did a better job of branding, right? This wasn't the essential narrative they sold was this. We're going to like, you know, um, Revamp the hooliganism, like you mentioned. You know, the, I mean, the articles that they were calling the slums. You know, I, I, I even saw the video that came out there when the EPL started in '92. This is, you know, this is more more than um, this is a, a whole new ball game. That was the branding. The reality is that branding was so good in the sense that, right, people, human beings, want to feel like they are part of something more. Right, they are trying to rebrand hooliganism because England as a sport, you're right. In Europe, they were they were just recovering from they just recovering from that ban in the 80s, end of the 80s, you know. And Uganda was a big problem in the English sport. Behind the hood, everybody knows that essentially they are they are um, a corporation. It's all about the money. But they sold a good narrative and they made sure that the branding was very good. So eventually, despite the protest, people got along, right? People got along despite all the protests. Now the ESL, I'll tell you where the where the ESL failed. One main problem that they failed was their branding, right? Right now, if you look at big corporations, Nike, Adidas, everybody's trying to stand behind, whether it's a civil rights movement, whether it's like 
equal uh, opportunities. Like people is trying, to, people are trying to brand that this means more. Than, like like they have a value change what they are doing. We all know we're not stupid. We're not naive. We all know it's a corporation. We all know it's all about profits. But you cannot come. You cannot. Be, you cannot front that way because people will draw back from that. That is where society is right now, right? ESL came across like uh, almost like a dictatorship. This is what we are going to do. They didn't have contracts in place. They didn't have like a big brands behind them. JP Morgan had to come and issue a statement. The major issues that are right now in football, they didn't address, right? Corporate, corporatization, which you kind of touched off. Um, same things winning every time and every time. And inequality, you know, due to all the sports shame, everything going on. They never addressed any of those things. They didn't come. If they had done in their brand in that way, they would have reached out to way more people. But it came like, oh, we're going to cut off football. Pretty much, their branding was more about, oh, it's just going to be a select few. We're going to put a gate, and we're going to, if you get invited, you get invited. People were always going to push back against that. Because the reality is this, Toby. UEFA is corrupt. We all know that. This is just not, this is my opinion. UEFA is corrupt. And it's even a fact. It's corrupt. It's clear. But I'm going to use your head on a podcast. That's very important. When a bank gets robbed, the first thing everybody wants to talk to robbers, you get the money. Nobody's then the next thing you have is okay, you know what? Banks are immoral. But you first talk to robbers and get the money because regardless, everybody's money is getting stolen. The rich, the poor, the young, everyone's getting stolen. It affects everybody. You don't do, oh, a bank gets robbed, oh, let's cheer for the robbers because banks are immoral. That's why this is exactly what the ESL trying to do. Right? Saying things like, oh, they're trying to save football, what they're trying to do. Those major clubs are in trouble. Juventus, Real Madrid, but they're in trouble. They're in big trouble financially due to mismanagement. And they're not coming in the front that they want to say, right? Um, to say football. So for me, for me, those are the major points where they feel their branding was really terrible. That's that's kind of where they fell flat on their face. I, that's just my personal opinion. Um, the concept because is also wrong. Think not about the branding. It, right? Don't 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 excuse them. Right, yes. Oh, their branding was wrong. The concept was also wrong. No, no, no I, said, I don't. Want, I don't want to touch about. I don't want to touch. All I, all I, hold on, let me land. I don't want to touch all the points everybody has touched. I just want to talk about just one part. That's part. I agree. You know, the concept was wrong. The fact that you want to turn football to like a circus, in my opinion, like a novelty without competition, without like the unknown taking all out, it, it becomes like a novelty at that point when you do that. So I agree that uh, UEFA Swiss model is it's not ideal. And I think I want to push us to that now. I think it's enough of super league conversation. Let's talk about the UEFA Swiss model now. So I won't spend three hours on this pod. Let's talk about UEFA Swiss model. Um, what are your thoughts, um, Toby, about UEFA Swiss model? Um, I think you're, you're, you're having the problem. UEFA has socialist um, a socialist mandate which is fine, same, same thing with the EPL. What you're having is, the, the problem is too many games, right? Just too many games. Players are getting burnt out and they're being, now they're proposing we'll play more games um, next season or whoever is in Champions League next season is gonna play more games. And if you, the truth is nobody wants to say what's the problem out loud, but the problem is this, one of the problems is this. United playing at Slavia Praha two games in a season is a waste of doesn't bring the broadcaster the money they want, doesn't bring United the money they want, and it only benefits Slava, right? So UEFA is always trying to play this balance of 
We have all the smaller teams. We got to get the big team coming in, kind of like what the FA Cup does, what an away game does when Arsenal plays like a small team like Coventry, right? And they're like, oh, we're going to get all the wages or they'll split the wages, whatever it is, right? Oh, sorry, the gate, gate receipts. So my problem with, with, with the UEFA model is it's just, unfortunately, these big clubs, and let's call these ultra big clubs that have the big stadiums, that have the big global fan base, it's just not worth their while, some of it. It's almost become like Carabao. It's not, I mean, Liverpool won the Champions League last year. What did club come out and say about mm -hmm. money for transfers and everything the following season? I'm just being honest. Like, the, 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 you talk about disincentive. Okay, so I, I buy this asset, is, you know, pick your world class player, Paul Pogba. I'm paying him 400k a week. I got to protect him for all this stuff. And then I let him go to Europe. And then they add four more games in Eastern Belgium or whatever it is. Or And then now he's got to go there and do all that. And then he gets injured and I lose him for the rest of the season and I don't qualify for top four. So, I mean, I just feel there's just too many games. And I understand the the social part of it. Of <laughs> But the big clubs are finding it harder and harder to justify. So all those points is like, oh, the big clubs are always asking for for, for more from UEFA. This is the reason why, because it's hard for them to justify with their spend and their revenue, a bunch of all this meaningless activity. And players are also beginning to complain. Too many games. How do you cut down the number of games? England had this problem when they formed the Premier League. Too many teams. So said, okay, we promise you'll cut it down to 20. And that's the part ESL was getting right, was that in Europe, among the top clubs, some of these games don't make any sense. So let's cut it down. All the others talk about whether you get promoted in or you get relegated. We can fix all of that. Those That stuff can be amended. But the problem is still going to be there because of all this money in football. So, I mean, I don't want to... That, that's my point. It's just too many games. The big clubs that's are continuing to because it's not worth their time. Okay. Just to give context to uh, viewers watching, if for people don't know the Swiss model, the Swiss model is... Proposed by UEFA, the proposal came out last week. I think they're saying proposing to start in 2024. And essentially, um, there's going to be two groups of 10 teams, uh, which is way more games. And I think the first five are so qualified, and the other five play like extra playoffs. And essentially, they're just trying to get more big teams play against each other. That's the whole idea behind it. Now, one of the great, one of the big pushbacks to that model is they have two spots essentially for teams who historically they have good coefficients. Say Bayern Munich or Real Madrid finishes between 15 and 7. Their, their coefficients may come in. They, they reserve those two spots for them. And that's one of the big pushback of, okay, where's the meritocracy when it, when it comes to that? One thing I wanted to say quickly so that I don't have to talk about the Swiss model. One of the major problems for me about the Swiss model is I think UFR are also forgetting that. And ESL in a way, right? By with ESL, both of them is... If you have the big teams play each other consistently every time, it doesn't become much of a spectacle anymore, right? You lose that value of, oh, you're about to play, AC is about to play Real Madrid, Chelsea is about to play Barcelona. Yeah. That value, that value of, oh, this doesn't happen every time. Yes, what I think they're underestimating is uh, the fact that they might, the attention span of people are very short. If you are going to play this game, it just becomes like another like friendly preseason. People will stop taking it serious until it gets to. So that's one thing I think um, they are forgetting. Next comment, then I will jump to uh, Philip. Philip hasn't turned in a while. Someone says, oh, "You said it all, fans, owners. 
fans want owners to just pump money like Magas. These guys are investing to make money. Show me business that's not that's not only business to make money. Uh good point. Jola says I bet Toby already has tickets for the ESL Cup final. He immediately found the stadium. <laughs> and I love uh, it. Toby, Toby. <laughs> you love it. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Bola has a very detailed comment. Bola says, pulling money out of the club is like pulling money out of your home to spend on depreciating assets. To increase the value of your home, sometimes you pump money into the home to improve your kitchen, electrical stage back, infrastructure of your home just like a team has to spend the infrastructure of the club that's a great comment Bola. how does he know he's spending um, on next comment a great comment how does he know what the owner is spending the money on that's not an appreciating asset if i'm crunky yeah, private teams. jets if no if i'm crunky and i own five football i own so many sports teams you can't judge what his 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 business acumen if i pull money out of an asset i can spend an asset that i can spend it on bitcoin you don't know so that that that's not a great comment because it's it's too much. There's too much conjecture. I think it is. If you are looking at football, the football as a as an asset, right? Your football club as an asset, right? That is. I'm, I don't. I mean, like we don't care about what Kroenke owns outside of like you know Arsenal. Like this is just one example. We don't care. But talk, I just focusing on Arsenal, like that. So if you do not do that, it becomes a, it could be it becomes a depreciating asset, right? Because over over time the club and that's what is. Making all these owners, no, are, no, 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 they are afraid of that. They are afraid can, can, to become a depreciating asset. No, anyway, that's a we can. That's a different argument. No worries. Let's move on. It's a comment. Uh, if you live in the best part of town, you don't annex your community. You find a way to leverage resources to improve city as a whole. If um, you are the government, not if you are the government. Okay, not if <laughs> I'm a make the make. So just make champions. Just for champions. Champions then, but still earn it. Was that that's what it used to be? I think was it the first two years before they change it to like two yeah, people, yeah. then three, then four. Yeah. And yeah, um, Jora says this DSL was not going to cut down the number of games. Let's get that right. Please. No, but it was going uh, to make each game. It was going to make each game worth it to the club with that three hundred million dollars. That's the point I was making. My point was, Arsenal United fans playing at Slava is not worth it to United. United playing AC Milan is worth it to both clubs. That's, that's a selfish way of looking at it. That that's no, that's the that's that's the problem I have. That's a selfish wait, wait, way. Of but hold on, hold on, hold on. That's but, a selfish way of looking at football because wait, this, this club, this club that have been dismissed. I'm not saying you are selfish. I'm saying no, no. the the owners are selfish because they are looking at football from that perspective. That's a selfish but way of saying Stabat Prague, Stabat Prague are not worth yes. our time. This club for them playing, playing against us now. For I'm I'm looking at perspective from the small club side. This small clubs playing against us now is a one in a lifetime opportunity for some of them. Some of those players. Did you see how this um, the people that knocked out Spurs? Did you see how they celebrated as if they won the World Cup in the Europa League? Did you see how they celebrated because they knocked out Spurs? For some of these players, this is their dream that oh we played against a big club and we knocked them out. You are just looking at it from you the perspective of the big it. club of the big club. You can still you knock them out. EPL and FA yeah, you're talking as you're just dismissing them. And, no, you and cannot just say out, this, but not in the Super League. It's super for a reason. Can I chime in real quick? I, I, yo, to the people that are saying that um, oh, we want owners to be magas, I, I have never said that. I don't, I'm not speaking for others. I know they're in it for business. Somebody said, okay, I didn't wake up to support a business, but it's a business. I know it's a business. But I am not cheering for spreadsheets. I'm not cheering for bank balances. 
I am cheering because I want to see good football and I want to see Liverpool win. I'm not caring about spreadsheets and bank balances. So when you are telling me that, oh, we want owners to be magas and spend their money and not make profit, I am not saying that. I know they are in for the money. But sometimes you have to invest your own money to make more money. That's what I'm saying. You have to invest your own money. You should not just be focusing on thinking of money-making schemes that don't generate okay. anything for your own club. Can I make a plan? Hold on. One, one question real quick. As a fan, uh, if I ask all of you guys, right, your clubs want to sign players next season, and I say, hey, between all our favorite song and AY, you guys each need to bring $20,000 to sign this player. Would you guys put your $20,000 to see your team succeed? I'm not Am the I the owner of the club? If I I'm not the owner of the club. No, no, I'm, I'm, as an example... If I was get you to put yourself, hold up, I'm trying to put you. I'm trying to get you to put yourself in the owner's situation. But if I was a part owner, yes, I would consider that. You consider yeah. that a part owner. If I was yeah. a part owner, yeah. because okay. that yeah. means I'm investing. And, and don't forget, oh, exactly, and, favorite, exactly. Okay, so I'm going to write it out for you. As if, as a part owner, I come to you. I say, hey, we want to sign. Who does Liverpool? Liverpool want Mbappe. Maybe Liverpool wants Mbappe. Well, let me use United. So Allah doesn't think I'm picking on me. Who does United want to sign? Do you still guys still want Sancho? It don't matter. I mean, okay, use anything. Okay, let's just That's say Sancho. And and United is fine ownership, right? And I say, okay, both of you, you get your documents from them. They say, okay, hey guys, sign Sancho. Here's the risk return analysis. Sancho is going to cost us 180 million. Each fan divided by number of shares. Each but fan that's the thing. The premise of what you're saying is is starting out wrong in the first place. Why? If United was fan ownership, one, there is no profit being taken out of the club. If United owners just left the money that's been made in the club in the club, and that was used to spend, we could sign almost anybody without okay, any so, problem. So basically, for United, yes, for United, no problem. But for every other team in the league. There's a problem. That's exactly what's happening in Germany. Bayern Munich thrives in this fan ownership environment. They have money and they win the league every single year and they are great, but nobody else can touch them. How is that fun to watch? But anyway, the point I was trying to make before, and I agree with you, favorite. I, I disagree with that. I if you, that. If you put ahead. money in, if I, if I come to you and I say, hey, Ola, you're a businessman. You Let's say you manage $100 million. There's so many ways you can put your money. I say, okay, this 20 million you're going to put to sign this player, there's literally no guarantee he's going to give us a Champions League. It's Even if you won the Champions League, best, best, case scenario, mm. best case scenario, even if we won the Championship by paying this $20 million, our return on investment is 4% because the Champions League will only give us an extra 30 million pounds. How is that worth it to any owner? So, be, so, so we are not. We are looking at the short term goal. We are looking at the end term. We are looking at the end term. No, no, no. Toby, 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 Toby. You are looking at the. You are looking at the short term gain. I'm look. I'm talking about look at Liverpool now. I, I, I'm sorry. I keep going back to Liverpool. They paid 300 million to buy our club. Now it's valued like four billion. So if they sell tomorrow, they are getting like ten times the amount that they put in. So that's enough profit for them to last them ten generations. You, you are just talking about, okay, if you put in this money now, you're going to get 4% back. I'm talking about the end goal because, because they've the increased the value of Liverpool. They've increased the value of Liverpool. Wait, so by the time they sell guys, Liverpool, they're going to sell it for like $4 billion when they invested me, only $300 million originally. Let me make an overarching point to Toby. And this is something I read somewhere um, yesterday. So number one, the, the, the fact of the matter is, and you could probably do some research around this, the 
what they are pro projecting to make in the ESL is almost impossible. The numbers are not there. The money is not there. They can claim it's there all they want, but just smart people have done the numbers and the money is not there. And the model is not sustainable. Yes, you give everybody 300 million to start, but the price money at the end of the day, it's going to be just the same as Champions League or maybe even less. That's the fact of the matter. So, yes, it sounds like a novel idea, but the truth is financially it's not going to be sustainable. It's not what the American sports do. You can't compare it. It's that's not, why it crashed in 48 hours. That's why it crashed in 48 hours. That's why it crashed. It's never well, how can something crash when you've not even tried it? Well, apart from that, from that they wanted to start and they and they stopped it. They stopped it in eight hours. You guys, the EPL was supposed to start multiple times and didn't start. Also, you guys, someone let said let EPL see. crashed in 1985 when they tried it. Toby, it crashed. It just never got off the ground. Toby, let me finish. So, Toby, you go. No, because it's a false statement. You can't say it has crashed. It didn't. I didn't say it crashed. But I know. I'm just making sure. The other point about it is this. When you so I think there was a three-page thing that was released from some of the points in the ESL. And one of the things was how the money was going to be shared. And yeah. now, you know, certain clubs yeah. are getting way more than smaller clubs like Inter, AC, and Atletico. And then th yeah, there was a so basically this there's a bunch of guys, there was a, like 10 or so clubs getting a whole lot of money and the other five are getting a little bit less than them and then barcelona and real madrid get another extra 60 million euros per year over the next year or two on top of everybody else which makes sense why barcelona and real madrid isn't interested in pulling out anytime soon well my point is when you do those numbers and look at what football is generating it doesn't make sense they're not it's not they're not just the numbers are not there. The, the only, they didn't I, have a broadcast writer. They didn't have a broadcaster signed up. That's another big problem. They were hoping that they would yeah. get a broadcaster who yeah, a broadcast company who will come in and pay billions. That can be overcome. But nobody signed up. No, they didn't have that signed up. So they didn't even plan this thing properly. Yeah. And let me tell you something. These people, they are also cowards. Because if they had the courage of their conviction, they should stand and say, we'll go ahead with this. Instead of all pulling out in less than 48 hours. Gary Neville nailed it. I've Gary seen... Neville nailed it. They didn't put their faces to this. Look at them. When they released the statement in the first place, none of them came out at the press conference. They sent their coaches and their players to face the cameras. These people are cowards. They couldn't even stand. True. They couldn't that's stand. Not... Yes, they, they sent their manager. My, 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 my owner son was face the fans and had a Q&A with the fans and, and face the press. That was that was, that was, that was the issue. If your owner was saying cowards. This was after. I'm telling you, this was after. No, don't speak for my owner. Anyway, the owner came out after the reaction, but, wait, wait, but most the of them came out after the reaction. No, none of them stood there when the heat was up. When so you guys feel that this day. thing is? You guys really feel that ESL is dead? Wait, wait, no, I no, I, I don't believe it is dead. I don't believe it is dead because Wenga is right. Dead, but it's not dead. Somebody they, else put something out there on Twitter that I read, and what they said was that um, if. If the claim, number one, if the claim by um, Perez is that younger fans are not watching the game, the game is too long, right? <laughs> somebody else said, then somebody replied to it and said, it's not that the game is too long, it's that the, these people control so much of the TV 
that they say when the games can go on, how they want it on, and things like that, to the point where they're putting on games when people are just not available to watch. Games used to be a certain time every night, every week, and all that. So now they're putting games at times that is difficult for people to watch. I mean, I find myself watching games at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in America here when I'm supposed to be, when I'm working. You know, I can only imagine what times it is for people to watch. So it's not that, so the point the person was making is that it's not that young people has lost interest in the game, is that the games are not available to them. And even those that have the time, a lot of time, because this thing is on broadcast networks, they can't afford it. Yeah. Right? So now, if part of the way they're going to raise money in the ESL is to make games more expensive and all that, what's, I mean, if t- people are not paying for it now as much, what makes you exactly. think Hold up, hold up. So to this point, sorry. Um, let me ask you this question. Right now, ticket holders in Arsenal, not executives, are 12% of the revenue, right? Total revenue. And that's important. 12 to, no, I think Arsenal is slightly high. Arsenal is about 20-some percent, right? 25% of their total revenue comes from um, people attending the games because of their executive and all the snobbery they do around the games, the executive seats. PSL. Arsenal, hold up, hold up. If Arsenal had an extra 300 million, isn't the better argument from fans to say, oh, now that you have all this broadcast money, we want a 50% reduction in ticket prices across board for every single game. Because you guys have, that, hold on, let me finish, let me finish. Because then you could make the argument that you, you've you already made up more than money from, more than enough money from your broadcast. You can then reduce the impact your day tickets make, which is what COVID did. COVID showed all of them what model will survive when nobody's in the stadium, right? So you could even make the argument that, look, that's the, that to me, that should be having, those were the kind of pushbacks I would have had in a rational environment of, oh, if this is the kind of, deal you guys want to do for the players for the board to be agree we don't want any hike in ticket sales ticket sales should even go back to where they were in 93 so that everybody but can attend the game 300 million is one year what happens the next year and the year after it was, it was 300 million no I, I can't remember i thought the document i saw was 300 million every year you participate in the league i thought no, that's what it was. I don't, they don't know what the numbers are going to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, none of us really know. They didn't do that. They didn't well, do, well, well, going off incomplete information that we all saw people tweet out. So the one I saw was the for participating that year, you were going to get 300 million. I don't know what was going to happen the next year. But anyway, 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 I get your point about 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 revenue, but it's it's I don't know. There are other let, me jump in. let me jump in. Let me jump in. I'll be jumping and take comments. Then I have, I will, I'm going to move us away from Super, um, Super League Swiss model and we'll talk about the fallout of the, regarding the position of the CEOs, you know, consequences, what you guys think about that so that I can move move us on from this. Um, comments says, Ola, how is, FS, how is FSG investor going? They have to sell to buy. They are looking to make a profit. The only reason Liverpool has not gone down is Klopp. He's punching way above the money he gets. CR City and Chelsea spending while Paul has to rub pennies together because they have a real investor who acts like an investor, not states funding a team. Well, let me respond to that. Very, very, very quickly. I, I, I'm very simple. I don't, I don't, I don't very, understand the point. Very I, simple. I, okay. Let me, let me say, how is it going? Very, very, very wait, 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 wait. I, I, I said, how is it going? We won the league last season, we won the Champions League the season before. Who, who is asking me, how is it going? Who is asking me how is it going? We we want to watch last season. He's saying it's down to club only, and the point I wanted to just 
respond to that. Me, I'm an, I, I'm a United fan. Obviously, I FSGI had FSGI Exactly. So, so it's that simple. They, they have a model when they hire their manager. So yeah, there's no need to waste time on that. Um, next comment says, Ola, is the money game, bro. If playing against a team, don't fetch me good money. What is the point? Okay. Move on. Onomess is... True, true. How can sports be in the Super League when they get knocked out by Dude, wife? I love, I love the troll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so, Toby, essentially, Jola says, Toby, essentially, you're saying fans of Slavia, Prague, or Coventry City don't matter. What if we made the World Cup only for Argentina and Brazil? Not and the rest of the... But there's a cup the for them. Why are you talking as if they don't have a cup? There's a cup for them. <laughs> Let's go from the Super League. As when the Super League, that cup will cease to exist. That's Why? You people make this this big pronouncement. It's not going to cease to exist. Don't say that. People said, oh, Super League will destroy the Premier League too. People said EPL will destroy the Carling Cup, destroy the FA Cup. It hasn't. That's not how football works. You're not going to destroy Europa League. They'll make it Let's... Europa Super League light, and Slavia Prague will have okay. their own team at the table. Yeah, but they won't have that money that is filtering down. Okay, I'm going to jump in with figures now because it's like no, Toby has said this once or twice. No, Toby has said this once or twice. He said conjecture, conjecture. I have figures. I have figures. I have receipts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you you have it's like you want to hear figures. Okay, I'll give you figures. Number one, you guys are saying to the comments. Okay, sorry, I continue. Okay. This life is not balanced. Let me reply to that comment real quick. Let me reply to that comment. It's fine. The reason the life is not balanced is because pro ESL people are hiding under the table like their owners. Most of them. <laughs> yeah, I invited a couple of them and they didn't come, they didn't want to come on the show. So hey, I, 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 that's all I can do. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force the uh, a horse to drink water. Uh on a message, the benefit of Champions League is that West Ham, Leicester. And Co can go on a crazy run, end that spot, and hence earn the income of the Champions League. On the oh, other hand, yeah. ESL takes an opportunity and securing the income of a kebab, which is true, hundred percent. I mean, sports, for example, ESL you... came out yes, seven years so, ago. Sports do get in, so, so it's as simple so as that. So these are the kind of arguments I think we should have been having, right? Pros and cons of the format they put up. Those are great arguments. I love that argument because that's I what I did. Say. That's what I was trying to do, but no, you no, guys, no. nobody talked about. For everybody, we're going to oh, owners are greedy, they're destroying football. I'm like, no, 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 let's talk about the pros and cons. That's a great point, and I agree with you. And ESL, if ESL is ever going to work, they have to fix that point. There should be well, some way of marriage getting in. When we say they are taking that competition, that's what that's the same thing. If you don't give the chance to teams like West Ham and Leicester, then you're taking out competition. That's the point we mean. By competition or meritocracy. Okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. And I think they have to fix that. For it to ever work, that's got to be fixed. Completely agree. Okay. Yeah. And we're making inroads here. We're making a, we're making inroads here. What's Paris saying? I'm going, to, I'm going to scroll through some of the comments because some of the comments are just trolling, trolling. There's no point talking about stuff like that. Um, like said, maybe it's just that you're allowed you go past it, eh? I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it wasn't. <laughs> Don't worry, oh, yeah, I'll I'll say, say, someone said I was shouting, no problem. And leave the, the comments. Dallas, 
Okay, okay. We want to go through Edcon. We'll go through. I have no problem with that. I just, I'm trying to move us. I have quickly. Nah, let's move on. Let's move Jola on. says, yeah, it's a game. It's too long. It's not a game. It's too long. Perez is too old to sit down without falling asleep. The man should be watching his cholesterol in the nursing home instead of chat. Okay. Okay, Jola. <laughs> you know you're angry. We know you're angry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Olamet says, now, nah, young people have other things that are taking their time. I have less interest in football. There's no proof that it's the length of the game or TV rights money. Um, That's true. That's really true because, I mean, other sports are even longer. What are they saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, football uh, we wanted to talk about the Swiss model. We wanted to talk about the Swiss model. Yeah, let's take the final comment. Then we'll talk about Swiss models. See, I uh, said said, said, Samuel said he didn't invite him. He, did, he said, ask me, Samuel, he didn't invite me. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, Samuel, we'll get you on the next time. No problem. Uh, so let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, I have talk, I, I've talked about the Swiss model already. Uh, who, who has con, uh, pros? I think I talked about the cons. One of the cons of the fact that players are going to play too many games. That's not ideal for sure. Those two questions that are left for them, I mean, that takes out meritocracy, you know. So, and that was pushed back from the big teams, the super clubs. Let, That's where that came say, from. Let me say, so, so, okay. I think a lot of people, uh, even though they hate the international break, the, mm -hmm. um, the, what's it called? The league that they're doing for Europe, for the countries now, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Nations League. Nations League. Nations League. I've, I, even though I don't like it, I've heard a lot of people say they like it. So okay. it sounds to me like that's what's the, the same. It's pretty much the same format that they've had to use for this new Champions League. And so if people are liking it, then maybe they would like that too. Okay. That okay. That's, that's fair. Any, okay. Any proof from you, Ola? Yeah. Um, well, pro. Okay. Um, it's true. There are going to be more games. But let me say, those small games were put in place because of these big clubs who wanted more money. <laughs> so it's not like UEFA just woke up and said, we're going to start putting in more games. They were under pressure yeah. by these guys. And these guys pushed them to the extent that, okay, eventually we're going to have more games and we're even going to do this chua-chua of putting in, okay, coefficient things. So if one of you don't qualify, you can enter through coefficient. UEFA are doing that not because UEFA just want to do that. It's because they were bending over backwards to please these guys. So your pros... If there are more games, that means there's more money. Now, I've heard this argument, yeah. UEFA is corrupt. Yes, factions of UEFA, they're corrupt. But people ignore the greater good UEFA have done to the game. So this more, more money that is coming in is going to filter down to even clubs that don't even qualify for European competition. Do you know that UEFA give them money? Even clubs that are non-participatory, they get more money. Remember FAs in the pandemic? I know um, somebody was asking, hey, what did UEFA even do last year when the pandemic hit? UEFA gave 236 million euros extra to member FAs that, okay, this is to help you to cope during the pandemic. Now, I'm just going to quote you a few figures based on this Swiss model that is going to have more money coming in. Do you know there's something called the UEFA Atric Investment? They have like four-year four phases. So phase one, they invested 301 million, 2004 to 2008. Phase two, 2008 to 2012, they invested 408 million. Phase three, 2012 to 2016, they invested 513 million. Phase four, 2016-2020, they invested 610 million. And now phase five, which is going to be... We lost, 
Oh, you lost that. I'll jump in and jump back in. Um, while, so, I, while we're for that comment, so um, while we let me just say 2020 to 2024. We are going to. I've lost you for a while. Can you jump in and jump back in? Let me send him a message while we're talking. Um, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just. Oh, he's still cutting in. Um, I think the the pros, I mean, I don't know if there are any, to Trees. me, it's just expanded Champions League, whatever, right? 705 billion euros. That money, so it's coming from this money that's going to Champions League, Champions League. Okay. No, I was just going to say that um, to me, there's the, the, it looks, it looks like ESL lights. That's all it looks like. And it's trying to address the tensions. And I just want people to, to understand why they are tensions and not say, oh, the tensions is because of greed. The tensions are because, let's face it, the big clubs are getting bigger and richer and the smaller clubs are staying stagnant. And that the more you try to force them to co coexist in the same thing, you're going to constantly have tensions. Because rich guys are saying, you're only getting 4 billion from Amazon because of Real Madrid. And so I want a proportion of your shares, a bigger proportion. And the small club is saying, ah, but, you know, are we not in the same league? I'm supposed to support football. So that's really the issue. And we're seeing the early signs of this forced marriage as the super clubs become bigger and bigger, how they'll coexist within this framework. I don't think ESLs, what they put out is, is going to work, right? But I also feel like the system we're going on is still not there and as long as you have different leagues with different economic benefits you're going to have this problem right because a billionaire can't go and buy um stuttgart and make them win the um win the bundesliga because of their fan ownership thing right they can't they can only yeah. own 50 percent right so they can't go and do that but don't even Actually, they can't can they Did, isn't no, that they what happened with leipzig no leipzig and then they made oh, no leipzig right. No, they made an exception for Leipzig because the guy who was there, if you read about it, but even then, there's a limit. So, so the, my point is, is, the point we're making is that it did happen. Either it's an exception or not. Somebody was allowed to input money into a team and the team started to compete. So whether it took an exception or not, the fact is that something in that line happened. Okay, sorry, I'll I'm be back. Sorry, I, I am, I'm a, I'm okay. I am back. I, I am back. Hello, one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. I, I see you. No problem. Sorry, sorry. Did I finish my point? Yeah, we did I finish my point? The fourth, part, the fourth part. So you can go ahead. Okay, so I, I was saying that in the fifth, um, the, in the fifth model, I were in the fifth phase of investment. You ever were going to put 775 billion that's from 2020 to 2024. So that's taking into the fact that they are getting increased revenue from this new format. So when Ayo is asking me about pros, that's one of the pros because the new revenue, the increase in revenue they're getting from this new Champions League format, they're going to reinvest it. I'm not saying they're reinvesting everything and I'm not stupid. I'm not saying that UEFA are not going to chop some of that money, but a vast majority of that money goes back to the smaller countries, goes back to smaller clubs, you know? So they help to raise the grassroots, like even the stadium in Albania, that's just one example. There are many stadiums in smaller countries that UEFA helped to part finance. And during the pandemic last year, UEFA also donated 200 and, 
um, 36 million extra to help these countries, these member FAs during the pandemic. So the pros of this is that there's more money coming into EFA, but at least there's a detailed way in which, if you can just Google it, it's called UEFA Atric Initiative. You see all the figures. These people, they are, they are making money, it's true, but they are also pumping back a lot of that money to the grassroots. They are helping smaller clubs. We, we, we tend to focus so much on clubs, and even we should, we should focus about country FAs. Look at countries like Kosovo, Albania, uh, Bosnia. You know, some of those countries, they, they, they were in wars, they were poor. And UEFA had to help them, their grassroots football, you know, give them, build them pitches with some of this money and to help them to recover, to get to the level in which they can compete a little. So we shouldn't just be guilty of focusing on only what our clubs are, are going to make from this. So, uh, we shouldn't be playing Slavia Prague because it's not worth our time. Why are you not looking at it from the perspective of Slavia Prague? For them, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play a big club and maybe make some money from it, you know? So that's what I'm saying, that... The pros of this um, new Swiss model is the revenue is going to increase, and that part of that revenue is going back to smaller countries and smaller clubs, even clubs that don't qualify. And they, they've, they've um, stated by, by 2024, UEFA would have spent 2.6 billion in investment between this um, Atric initiative that they started, though that's 2.6 billion on investing in grassroots football for member FAs, for clubs that don't even qualify for the European competitions. So that's just to answer your point about one of the pros of this, Ayo. Allah, okay. just a uh, let me take one comment. Allah, just a quick point. Nobody, my father always says nobody chops money, they spend it. That's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's it. Let me take off the comment, then I think we should just swiftly move to like, because I want us to wrap up the next 15 minutes. I want us to talk touch two issues. Do you, do you guys think... What do you guys think about that? Do you guys think there should be any consequences for all the clubs? Because, I, I mean, right now, I think the EPL, UEFA are saying there's going to be consequences for the 12 clubs. Second thing, yeah, thing I'm asking is suggestions. You guys should come up with suggestions to what model, you know, Super League, UEFA Swiss model, what model and what tweaks can make to make it better. I think the last comments, uh, let me start from on top. Also, Onoma, Onoma said... Troll, 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 troll. <laughs> oh, okay. He's okay. trolling Samuel. Sorry, he's trolling Samuel. His friend Samuel. Yeah, <laughs> he's a very good friend. Benny, Benny B five says, if you see Liverpool play similar every year to get boring, what's to stop them playing that game in Japan or China and the ordinary match, and the ordinary match going fan gets priced out? That's a good point. Um, um, does. Next comment from <laughs> from Jola says to be out here like I might lose ten one to buy him, but he's He doesn't know how money works in football. It doesn't go to Croatia, <laughs> it goes to Arsenal. But keep on. It goes to Arsenal. <laughs> uh, next comment is from Dragon MN. He says without all that, it's more balanced, less tense discussion. Hey, we have to give the people what they want. We're giving people what they want. They ask for some tension. They want us to be doing gentleman. They don't want. They don't want any passion. <laughs> they just. They want all, all of us to sit down like gentlemen. Man, if you want to want gentleman stuff, I'm, go, I'm go, gonna, go, I'm go, gonna go, to network. Go to cartoon That's network. I'm, I'm going to skip past that one. <laughs> That's from Samuel. All of us says to me. I think I you, have, you got agree. that. You got that. The other. The big clubs are plateauing, and the small clubs are catching. Yeah. Up. That's why the model. 
Or yeah, the, the the lesser clubs, like Philip said. I think gap is actually getting wider. I think we're going to have the it's new gap in five years. We're going to have the nation-backed clubs, like PSG and Man City, and then we're going to have yeah. the wealthy historical clubs, if they're not in the hands of billionaires or countries, and then the others. Yeah, because right now that's what we're seeing. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I agree. I agree, hundred percent with Toby. Hundred percent. Uh, someone said that didn't last long. Yes, Ola is back. We need tension. What are you talking about? Jola says, <laughs> I feel like this entire discussion comes down to one issue. <laughs> you think those with money have an obligation to help those with no money? <laughs> Social, yeah. That's a, that's, that's a very wide, broad question. Very, very broad. More specific, Jola. More specific. <laughs> uh, Jola says, Kronke owns your ass now, bro. Okay. <laughs> that was in reply to when Toby said he doesn't but, football. But, but the money doesn't go. Kronke has. Doesn't money. Money okay, works. He doesn't know how football works because he doesn't know how money works. Kronke has not taken out not up to 10% of what he has put into the club. So I don't get what you're saying with that. Wait, like, why do you say putting money into the club? Wow. Tell from me. From when that. he bought the club. We don't have debt. Okay. You, can't, you debt. can't count that as. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. No, it's but that's like injection. When you put no, no, hold up. It's his own money. He didn't use debt like Liverpool Wait, or and I United. understand that. But, but, but hold on. That's he not put his own money. money. If, I buy, if I buy shares, what are you talking about? If I buy shares of, of, of Tesla for a million dollars, are you going to tell me I didn't put a million dollars into Tesla? I did. And if every no, year... No, 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 no. If every Wait, year I get a thousand dollars... Okay, now you're getting... A divided by a million. Toby, hold on. You're, you're getting technical. Right? When you know we've always had conversations about who puts money in, who doesn't. When we talk about putting money in, we're not talking about how much they buy the club for. We're talking about investing in the club, either to infrastructure, aside for the money you bought the club from. He investing has. in that infrastructure. Or let, me, yeah, let me answer that question. Let okay. me answer that question. Yes. Arsenal, for the past three transfer windows, has spent more money than they've brought in. And for signing party, specifically, that 45 million went to yes. sign party. Kronke, they went to Kronke to get the money. Okay, that's fine. That one yeah. I can agree with. So when people say that part I can agree with, I yeah, just want to yeah. so, so money that was used to buy the club is not putting in money in this case. It's still part of the money he has in there because he didn't buy it like some other club. Some other clubs bought it from a leverage buyout. They used debt. Only so Manchester United, debt, did like that. United. But only Kronke, Manchester United did that, and that's fine. Yeah. We're not disagreeing with that. All I'm saying is for the sake of our conversation, yeah, yeah no, I hear you. Yeah. money, we're not talking about money they used to purchase the club. Okay, fair enough. That's a good point. Let me put even that was comments. Well, he did that because of COVID, right? He was huh? like, Say that COVID. again. I said, even that is not sustainable. He did that because of COVID. And he was like, okay, we're going to have to backstop. So the owner was the backstop. So he backstop. did the right thing. He, he, yeah, yeah, he did the right thing. Flowing as needed. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. We all support that. We're fine with that. The problem we have is when these people refuse to do that, and yet every year they're taking our money out of the club, either in fees 
consulting yeah. fees, um, mm -hmm. interest payments, um, things like that. That's where we have a problem. What well, they have a problem with capitalism. That's always going to happen. Always and that's why happen. we're not disagreeing with what. But yeah. it doesn't say, well, that doesn't mean we can't complain about it either, just because it's always going to happen. No, I hear you. Okay, you. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me, let me move this conversation. We're now going to have to move to talk about if each of you think there should be consequences for the clubs that are part of the Super League. Let me just take five more comments, then we have to, because I want to wrap up in 10 minutes. Uh, the gaps we are seeing, on MSS, the gaps we are seeing only from the big spenders, City, Chelsea. Uh, yeah, fair, fair enough. Leicester is owned by a young man who is splashing the money. Um, what is his dad really now? Was a billionaire? Is it really splashing though? But his dad was the billionaire no, that really. died, right? Yeah. 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 So, so the only reason they're that successful too is because of owner billionaire backing. Not really. Did they, okay. they didn't spend ridiculously though? That's the point. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. Yeah. They just made. They just made smart recruitment. That's what is very smart. Not a smart. Yeah. You don't really love smart recruitment. Please be said. Your last point is the cost of socialism versus capitalism. I understand. I understand. I just wanted us. I felt like that conversation was going to be too wide. That's why I skipped over. Jola, I understand. It's just not bro, bro. It's a simple question. So, in, in my opinion, let me answer it. So that we don't. I want us. I want us to move to that conversation. In my opinion, asking if um, if if you think it's right that the who, the who, people who have should give the have not. In my personal opinion, I feel like this that question is going to be very very opinion based. In my opinion, you know, it's capitalism or socialism. Clubs will have to decide. UEFA as a whole will have to decide. And there's just so there's there's going to be some level of decision that they can control when it comes to that. There's just it's it's just a very wide conversation. I think we should put that out for like a different podcast. Um, next question, next comment, brother. Next comment is okay, a million cash. Okay, when he bought Arsenal over 15 years ago, on says by gaps, I mean on the pitch, not financial gaps. Um, even on the pitch, let's start made good strides, but it's still the you know, it's still all the super clubs that are winning the major trophies consistently, yeah. apart from the Obviously, let's start 2016. That's that's that shows that that's a one-off. Uh, they also got a lot of money from the sale of Maris and Kante. That's a very good point. You can they list a lot, a lot of players that they made money from their sales, man. Drink water. <laughs> so, Marcel, okay, now let's jump to let's jump to since um, you are talking already, uh, people are taking away. Do you think there should be any consequences for clubs, so, for the 12 clubs, from UEFA and from EPL? As we all know, you know, consequences should always be in place to deter things from happening again and to to show that they're to uphold the rule. Having said that, I don't think anything will be done to these teams. I think the worst that would happen is they'll probably find them and some of that money would be returned back to them in some form or way or put the tell make them. But I think what they should do, because they need these teams, we all need each other. That's the truth of the matter right now. We all need each other. And alienating yeah. them alienating them isn't the solution. So there's, what I think needs to happen is, I mean, some of it already happens. A lot of them are getting pushed out of powerful positions in the FAs, which is fine, which makes it less possible for them to do something like this again. But I think a fine should be levied, and that fine, instead of going to either UFO or FA, should go to charities or smaller, I mean, or different um, grassroots um, initiatives, and we all call it a day and move on. 
Okay, Toby. <laughs> I think it's a joke to even try to punish them for stuff they did that's not illegal. Like, I don't have to coexist. They broke no rules. Broke they no actually rules. did. Uh, let me finish. Let me finish. They, they did. Broke, as far as I'm concerned, they broke no rules, no laws. They did. Signing, wait, by signing a so far, they said they signed an LOI and they've retreated. Perez says they've signed a binding agreement. There's so much news out there, oh, nobody they, knows what they broke a rule. I, I, I was reading it on Twitter yesterday. The couple, I mean on ESPN, there was a couple okay. of lawyers. Then if they broke if they broke the rule, then they should be fined according. Then there's some fine associated with that rule they broke. I don't know if it's characterized. There, like wasn't, a, there wasn't a specific fine associated or stated in the document, but there was a rule. Okay, so, fine. If they broke it, whatever you want to do to them, do to them. I just find it really funny that once again, the same people who broke away and formed Premier League amongst amidst fans protests and amidst player protests are coming now and say, okay, we want to find you or wanting to break away. It's a free society, right? They should be able to form whatever thing they want to form. If there, there are rules that they broke, find them according to those rules, I'm fine. But legally, as far as I see, they've not broken any rules of, 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 of anything. And plus, they've not done anything yet. So I don't know, man. I don't know what you're going to do to them that's going to hurt them other than send a message that, other than disqualifying them for from major competitions, which will probably even push them to form the ESL. Like if you disqualify those 12 teams. Nobody's thinking that. No, no, but that's the kind of punishment some people are trying for. Oh, nobody, nobody saying, duck them. Barry Neville was saying, duck them points, do this thing. Oh, people were saying even collect all their past Champions League trophies. And Gary Neville is out there. Because he won't have a job if not for Sky, so he needs to stop talking himself out of his next job, or he'll be he'll be working for Manchester United fan club, Manchester United um, fan TV very soon. You know, um, you know, you know, Sky actually likes that guy. Never do that, right? It makes him controversial, which gives them more views. But wait till Sky starts sponsoring the ESL, and then we'll see which. And then he will change his tone, and he will. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He needs to calm down. He just needs to fire a ballet. He's because. doing the same thing <laughs> We don't agree with some decisions, but, but when, the the he went to, line. when he went to say punish, who was saying punish the players too? No. If their team participates, no, nobody like, said nobody okay. said punish the players. Uh -uh. They said punish the players. They won't play so, World Cup. Yeah, they said. Oh, that was yes, yes. It was a form of indirect pressure to the team, not the players. No, it wasn't about punishing the players. So if if my club, my employer chooses to make a decision. That puts me in a different league, and you tell me I shouldn't play for that league, which is against no, my employment contract. It was a ploy. It's a ploy to put my point is, owners. It's stupid. It's 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 completely stupid because you go to the world cut of you can't. You Bobby, can't you use the word like stupid. A lot of people will tell you the ESL idea is stupid too. So yes. No, but my point is no, no, no. But here's here's what I'm saying. Humans have a right to work, right? There are employment laws that prevent you from saying. When an employer can or cannot work, you can't go to disagree with you. Toby, we're not disagreeing with you. Yeah, my point to you is when but that thing was made, it wasn't an a direct attack on let's punish players. That wasn't the goal of it. With the people that said that, that wasn't their goal. Their goal was not let's punish the players. Their goal was let's put pressure on the players because they have had um, some form of ability to pressure the owners that was all it was it wasn't so, okay. it wasn't okay, so punishment my, for the players fine fine I'll, I'll accept that exit for you but my point is still on the broader point is i believe in free society no, right? no, no, no. If, 
if I don't want to be part of something and five of us decide to go do our own thing, as long as we've not broken any laws, we should be free. All this mob rule, put them down. But do you also believe in contracts, binding contracts? Of course, of course, completely. So if, if there is, I'm just saying, if there is something in the binding contract they signed with the EPL that says they can't go and form another league without the EPL, without the FA's agreement or approval, yep. so do you agree that then they would have... Of course, the then they should face whatever penalties. But I bet you if that okay. was there, they wouldn't have made this announcement because they would have known they couldn't do it. There was something in that line there. I read it yesterday. There is actually. So Toby, okay. Toby, the Athletic released the report yesterday. There is actually so EPL said they broke they broke some laws. So Athletic, you know that that's a very verified source that they broke laws and they are they are still trying to decide on what punishments to hand out. So there is actually they actually broke some laws. So, so Toby's opinion is. That's why I think whatever they do, because we all need each other, whatever they do, they should yeah. make it some small fines and give it to charity to save face on all sides and move on because everybody needs each other. I agree. Okay. That's my opinion. Uh, Allah, thoughts quickly. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, well, I agree with Toby regarding what they wanted to do against the players. I agree. That was going too far when they said, oh, I know it was a threat. I know what um, Favorite is saying. It was a threat that, okay, if you players play, played in this, we're not going to let you play the World Cup. We're not going to play. These players, it was not their decision. It was the owners or the owners of the team or the clubs who wanted to go to this thing. So why are you punishing the players for that decision that's not, that was not theirs? And many of these players did not even support the decision. So I agree with Toby that they should, the players shouldn't be facing um, sanctions based on what their owners did. You know, um, but also based on the fact that we are defending players, I find it a bit ironic that well, Toby is defending players, but also wants these players to take fifty percent wage cuts. Yes, I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't My understand idea. why you want. Wait, why would you want the player who is who has dedicated two or three decades of his life, sweating blood, tears, sweat, and then you now tell him, is it his fault that the club are offering him ten million a week? Is it, is it his fault if you are what somebody values you to be? So it's there not the player's go. fault. If, you said it. If, 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 if the club says, oh, okay, we think you are worth 10 million. Fine. Why would I, I turn it down? So I don't, so, I don't believe in players receiving any sanctions. So if I'm Arsenal and, it's, it's and, not, and a bank comes to me and says, fault. you join ESL, you can get $300 million. Why should I say no to it? Nobody's saying you should say no. But you By saying to the greater good of the game. Said no. For the, for the greater good of the game, for the greater good of the game, what then they wanted for the greater to do good of the, game, the player too should take the pay cuts. But that's different because the no players out. are employed. They're employed and they are paid what they are worth. Oh, and so they, the they work for it. Yeah, but... So, oh, so it's, it's, what is Kronke doing? Kronke is sitting on his couch eating... No, but you only want to pay. <laughs> and if a consortium comes together and says, look, we're willing to create this league and pay all you owners, all your clubs, 300 million pounds, which CEO but, says no to that? But remember, yeah, but that, eventually payment, they... that payment is not like they were really paying them. It's an upfront floating of the idea of the league. And I'm sure there's some type of clause in there that, pay, that Chase will get its money back of over course. time. From the broadcast so, and everything. But yeah, anyway, so, no worries. So, I, I agree with okay, you a lot. They were getting paid the 300 million. Basically getting an upfront loan in yeah. anticipation of money that will be yeah. generated. So that's anyway, the I, I, like Chase just thought they were worth this money. I wanted to pay them that. Well, can you go to Chase and get 300 million pounds? Me? Yes. 
you'll be surprised. Okay, so <laughs> that's my point. Chase must have thought it was a reasonable idea to yeah, but they, have, what they know. But they issued an apology. To be worth a note, all this apology, eh? let's all agree. <laughs> all everybody's apology is whitewashed. It's all <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Sorry, that's what all the clubs, all the, all the clubs, CEOs, owners. Yeah, you know, they shouldn't need to apologize because you should only apologize if you're sincere. They intended to create a league, so there's nothing to say about an apology. Yeah, that, we're, we're, they we're shouldn't apologize. Yeah, what they need to do is treat, treat I mean, like we always say in Nigeria, treat their effort. effort. So that's <laughs> what they need to do. Yeah, but they, I don't agree with that. Favorite, I, I agree with. Take them yeah, out well, of the remove their release, reduce their powers, and move um, on because they're still generating all that money, and you need well, that money to so, 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 leave. Let me just say the, the well, because I've not fully answered the question. No, let me jump in. Let me jump in. Let me not answer the consequences. Let me finish. My consequences, you are saying, okay, do you do I want consequences? I've said there should not be consequences on the players, and I don't believe there should be consequences on the club either. I don't believe so because, okay, I know maybe they broke rules. But it was just an idea, and they backed out. And if you are going to punish these yeah. clubs, let me tell you, this this ESL idea, it has been there for long. Wenger predicted it. These people are not going to go away eventually. So let us not let us be realistic. Even if you are going to punish them now, that doesn't mean in tw twenty years time somebody won't come and wake up and say, "Let's try this again." It's just that they probably package it better, Absolutely. and they'll make sure that the money they'll make right. sure the, they'll make sure the money flows. They'll say the, they'll make sure the money flows better. To the yeah. other team, so let's not deceive ourselves. All these consequences, man. I'm, I'm not up for this overreaction of let's dock them points, let's ban this, let's ban that. It's still not going to work because in 20 years' time, this this is not going to go away. It's just that they'll package it better, years. and that's just why. Too long. <laughs> maybe not even 20 years, maybe in three years' time. <laughs> so that's my answer. Yeah. I don't believe in anything. I think we all agree on that. We all agree on that about the consequences that they are going to come back. So, any suggestions? So let me let me my final. Question was if you guys have any suggestions to the ESL or Swiss model, and I'll say my thoughts now, my final thoughts about everything. Um, then I'll get, I'll say my final thoughts, I'll get the comments, I'll let you guys see your final thoughts, then we, then we can wrap up the show. My final thoughts are this football is different from every other sport, right? It's very different. You cannot, from, from every other sport and every other business, as a business, the business of football is different. The consumers are the fans. Right, fans are the consumers, part of your assets and your model are the players. So it's a very, very, it's a very different um, business than looking at it pure like profit, like you know, some of the points to be made, other people made people in the comments, like, oh, it's for profit. Yes, it's a for profit business, but you also have to understand your consumers are the fans. And football fans, if you, you the, the, the thought process where you just think you can just bring up whatever you know, model format and consumers will just consume that that's not how this works you have to care you have to be very careful about your branding what is selling what is the value because the current thing about football right now is there's this general feeling where people are kind of almost getting disconnected in a way to football from their clubs just because one it's getting very expensive to watch football across the globe so i think that's what people need to keep in mind whatever side you stand on as football is a it's a different different business you know, the fans are your consumers and the clubs have to be very, very careful about that. The other thing I was going to say about um, suggestions, I think the 50 plus one rule um, as a starter is, is can, be, can be something very positive because that, that way the fans have some say in how their club is run, who the owners are, decision making. 
I think, of course, the 50 plus one rule, let me make it clear, it's not a silver bullet. It's not. It has never been. We have seen the uh, drawbacks in Germany. You know, there are ways around it. But I think sometimes you need to crawl before you walk and run. You know, this, I feel like a lot of arguments against the 50 plus one rules, specifically, is people just trying to say, oh, this doesn't work. Um, this worse model doesn't work. But this less worse model, these are all the flaws, and they want to put all the flaws in it. So I think that I think that's for a starter, that's something the FA should be thinking about. So let me take some of the comments, and I'll come back to everybody. Again, the question to you guys is, what do you think? One or two suggestions, obviously. Whether it's the Swiss model, whether it's the ESL, what do you think going forward would be the best approach? Just quickly, in like two minutes. Let me take comments. Uh, I, have to, I just rushed through the comments. Java says the elitist mentality is wrong with the world. Capitalism is fine. We get it. I bet some of these capitalists are against free healthcare too. <laughs> Jola, the socialist. <laughs> I'm just joking, Jola. Anyways, uh, next, <laughs> the next comment is slow, slow to come up. Smart spending. Why is not Yes. It's taking forever. Oh, okay. There should be no consequences for ESL members on, until they officially break away. How can there be any consequences? Uh, we talked about that already. That's your opinion. That's fine. Um, but of, of course, just to remind, remind that there, there are contracts, there are laws standing EPL and UEFA. So if they break it, they don't have a choice. You don't have to officially break away before there's consequences. What rules or regulations did they break? We just talked about that. Let me move on. Oh, there are a lot of comments that we've missed. My goodness. How are we gonna how are we gonna catch up with these comments? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I think I'll just pick some comments and just be moved and just be flipping through them. Fine for what though? Nah, move on from that. That was a response. Can Philip expand on the rule? What was it? Uh, I think the rule was. If you have the athletic, go and check the athletic. They reported on it yesterday. I'll share the article later um, about the rules that they broke. I didn't. I didn't read the report to be honest. Um, <clears throat> okay, Joel seems that I said they broke several conflict of interest rules. Okay, I don't know if that's verified. That's just comments from somebody saying they broke conflict of interest rules. Um, but do we realize that? Those guys stepped down from their positions once they announced. Once they announced they were coming, right? Agnelli yeah. stepped down. He didn't get removed. So he, he stepped down. Yeah. Of interest, but I say I'm going to do this, and then because this creates a conflict, I stepped down from my role as chairman. So I, I mean, we'll see what rules they. Yeah, it doesn't change that the team is still part of something. I think there's something about joint um, registering for another league. That they they broke and then there's, I'm trying to find the call. I'll find it later. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll share it on. I mean, I'll share it on our, on our Facebook group. I'll share it. You know, they, but they, I I did see the article. I just didn't have time to read that about the rule of regulation. It's out there. If anybody's interested, it's, it's public information. Uh, I did say. Well, say it's Toby, I think I, did, I think it's a bit insulting to assume. These guys source of you know, their punch for Sky. It's not always good guy. Neville's opinion is solely based on his livelihood. He was a professional football by trade. 
He's involved in grass football of England. Okay, what is the first yeah, one? Gary is a rich man, by the way. He was the last yeah, hotel my, in Manchester. My point is, he's a very rich man. You have, so that's you have this particular job, which is punditry for Sky, if not for Sky. I don't know how that. I'm not saying you'll be broke. I'm saying you won't have this job if not for Sky. That's all I'm saying. Fair, fair. Yeah, but, but they admitted it. Karaga admitted it on Monday Night Football. He said, "Look, we got this job because Sky broke. Uh, Sky financed the breakaway of the Premier League." They admitted yeah. it. If you, so if you can look for the clips on, they, they admitted it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I saw that. That's why I yeah, think Karaga was the more nuanced person there. Karaga was the one saying, "Are we yeah. not being overly dramatic?" Yeah, about but they me. have to do it that way, Toby. They have to be a dramatic one, like me. I'm the dramatic one on this. They have to be a dramatic one. Somebody who's passionate, who's shouting. I'm the Gary Neville. I'm the Gary Neville of this podcast because there has to be somebody who's shouting, who is over the top. Sky and yeah, there has to be somebody. Yeah, give the people it's what like want. That. I say give people like that. That's what I'm talking about. I have to give people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, this is your brother account. It looks like you have some brother account. This is exactly what you said. You are not assuming it's so stubborn. No. That's your brother yeah. account, Toby. I'm, not going to, I'm going to assume you are. Yeah, Toby is actually <laughs> responding to comments while he's on, on this. No, I'm not. He's making himself sound as if he's very eloquent. Oh, God. Toby, you know that's what you're doing. It's okay. It's okay. No, Toby I don't. <laughs> Uh, okay, the next comment. Punishment should not be and carefully target to affect existing owners. Okay, I think um, it's back that's, that's next year. I think it's back next year. With the okay, no, it's second back in three years. The backlash was too great. This is like come back in better plan. I Toby doubt it's back next year. I think it's back sooner than that for sure. But that's fair. That's fair. If it's if it's package well, we'll see what happens. Let's see what UEFA comes up with. To me, why does it have to be based on partisanship? Is all employed by Sky or something has something to gain before it's decide to take a stand against the US? So my point is, people can air their opinions without strings attached. Huh? Yeah, but not. Point, yeah, but your, platform that you're, but your platform that you earn it on is as a result of similar actions in '92, '93. So can you not recognize the hypocrisy? It's literally what Sky is in business today with EPL because they broke away, and that's your employer. So Paul Colin yes. kept it blind. Yes, Sky BT Sport. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think uh, both of you are right. Both of you are right. But the, both of you are right. But in my opinion, I think Sky BT and all the big networks that push back right away immediately it's got the branding. You know, that's why. Apart from the obviously we know about the competition and the moral aspect and all that, but the branding was just totally bad. It was pretty bad. That's why they, they jumped on it. It was easy to push back on it. The branding was pretty bad. Uh, Jola says he orchestrated the whole thing while he was occupying his position at UEFA. True. Uh, mm -hmm. Who is talking about? Is that Perez? Is that Perez or? or I think no, no, no. Agnelli. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why he was called a snake by Seferin. Um, shows no. Well, shows be, no one knows exactly. Yeah, but you know why he called him a snake? Because he's he father for his daughter. He's godfather for his daughter. Oh, that's why Seferin was so. Hey. Yeah, Seferin was. He's godfather for his daughter. He sold out so, family. Yeah, he sold out his family because Seferin's daughter is um the godfather is Agnelli. So it's really it was personal, it was it really pained him. That's why I called him a snake. <laughs> mm, yes, in the sunset shows exactly no one knows what was broken. Very simple, it's public information. You know, you can go on the athletic and pay subscribe <laughs> and find it there. It's there. <laughs> I'll share the article. <laughs> 
I don't know what the person is going for and laughing. You know, it's public information. It's right there. Go and look for it. Hey, read, read um, out this comment. Read out this comment, please. Which one? Where am I? Am I Kelechi? I'm Kelechi. I'm no, Kelechi. Read out and this next I like this next comment. I, <laughs> I know you like it. Always like those guys on Asnaf. Asnaf. Am I Kelechi? You're trying to be like troops. Troops. You have to give, oh, this you have to give like it what it wants. Like you want to do the dance? He <laughs> said, oh, Godfather. Sounds like Game of Thrones, too. Okay. Uh, let's jump to Toby. Thoughts. Final, final wrapping thoughts so that we can wrap up. What do you think going forward? Or do you just support the ESL model? What are, what are the tweaks you want to see when it comes back? Let's, let's, let's go with that for you. Okay. So tweaks I would want to see when it comes back is... First of all, I think they need a model that also handles the clubs that are going to be like the Europa League. Because I don't think, I think if you get rid of Champions League, because this is what's going to compete, Europa League can't survive by itself. Okay. So I think if they're going to break away Champions League, they kind of have to do both. And then they need some kind of way to keep it dynamic, where if clubs get, you know, they said they're going to invite five members or whatever it is, it should be on merit. And I'd like to see that number more than five. I don't necessarily. I, I I can stand with there being a first league that you know these are the founding members, and I get why they're founding members is because of their size and their revenue and their international appeal. So they know that the yeah. TV money is only going to work if those guys are playing week in week out. But maybe maybe it's not a relegation. I don't think we need relegation for sports to be competitive because we have it in the US without relegation and sports is plenty competitive. But I think you need variability. So I'm. I think if it does come back as some premier European league, champions of Champions League, whatever you want to call it, then I think you need clarity around how people get invited. You don't want it to be nepotism where you just invite your friends. It's got to be by merit. And maybe instead of five, that number becomes more. You know what I mean? So it's more yeah. it's balanced. But they need to solve the competitive nature. They need to solve the... Um, and then they need to package it well, like all your points about how they rolled it out. It was all about money, first of all. The, I think Harvard Business School have so many case studies on this ESL rollout because it was a big disaster. <laughs> so I think they're going to have to think through everything. But I don't think it's gone because the problems that caused it to come about still remain. And so those are my final thoughts. Okay, um, let's go to favorite sock. What are your final thoughts? Wrap, wrap. Yeah. My final thought is, um, you know, if, 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 if us, around, if you see it, around, um, like, I guess, let, let me be more specific. What same question I asked to be, what are your final thoughts? If, if it comes back, or are you okay with your first model, do you prefer your first model to be tweaked? What are your final thoughts about football going on? I mean, I think it's, it's pretty universal that we would all agree that there's, there are problems that needs to be solved. Either something needs to be, what's in place needs to be reformed or something new needs to be created in some way, shape or form. But um, again, we all know this stuff is coming back. We'll, when that time comes, hopefully they do a better job at it. Hopefully they come up with a better plan and a more comprehensive plan that and put it all out so that we can all because like I've like I've like I've said for a while, I'm open to listening to these big clubs if they want to come up with a new way of doing things. But come on, give me respect me enough to give me some good details. 
don't come in for three. I'm getting three hundred million, blah blah blah. You know that's that's just not acceptable. So I'm open-minded, even though I am against the ESL. At least what was the ESL that was presented to us last um, a couple of or last week or a couple of weeks ago? I'm against that, but I'm definitely opening to listen to ways to better the game. And I'm sure most fans are like that. You know, at least most rational fans are like that. And hopefully we can come up with a better solution for this beautiful game that we all love. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Tamaru's one doing his thing yesterday. Yeah, yeah nightmare. The guy did the job. Funny story. His brother actually lives here in Dallas. I know him. And nice. Cool peoples. But yeah, it's interesting. That was a good fight. But yeah, let's give a shout out to the Nigerian nightmare. I'll let yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, okay, great one, great one. Yeah, I watched that. How much, you, how much did you earn for this product placement? Like the EFL, I will negotiate my price after the release. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Hey, my invoice is coming. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just to round up, uh, like I said, we we rational fans, like favorite said, rational fans know this this is still coming back. You know, it, yeah. it's been in the works. So it's coming back. Like I've like, like I've said, it's not a morality issue. It's business. Football is big 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 business at the end of the day. So if they're going to come back. What may I want to say is, let us have a detailed proposal in which this money that's going to come into this whatever league they're going to call it. I'm sure they will not want to call it Super League again. Whatever league they're going to call it. Let us see how does that money filter down the pyramid of football. For me, that's the bigger issue. I want to see smaller co- clubs looked out for. I want to see some of that money going to smaller countries that are trying to come up in the game. Because football is for all of us. It's not supposed to be just for an elite cabal of clubs. That's what may I want to see. So if you are going to bring it back, Put detailed plans because, like, I, I during the show, I've put in details of what UEFA spend to what they what they pay out to member associations, what they pay out to clubs. Let the Super League people, when they come back next time, put your details there. Let us see how much of this money, these billions that you, you guys are going to get, how much is it going down to filter down this, um, the, the the pyramid of football. So that makes it more palatable because that's what the average fan wants to know that you are not just taking. We know, we know. Okay, the football is gone from our hands, but don't rub it in our face. <laughs> that's what I mean. You know, that's what the average fan don't, they don't. It's not that we are stupid. We know that at the current uh, system is broken. We know, but we know that we can still fight it in a way. We can still shout, and sometimes they listen to us. But don't now just take a, an arbitrary decision without even giving us a fully formed plan, because that's like you guys have rightly said. That was the problem. The, the, the plan did not seem fully formed, and probably that's why they also quickly retreated because they know they knew that they didn't have a fully formed plan and they didn't have a broadcast writer and broadcast rights provider on board you know so next time they should come next time they are coming they should be more organized more detailed and then better branding like i said (laughs) better branding next time because we're not stupid we know like in some years time they're, they're going to show up again yeah uh so just to wrap up i agree uh with all the points all great points made i would say the three things they need to address that I forgot to talk about is obviously we know generally right funds come football clubs make money whether it's super clubs or small clubs from three places TV rights tickets ticket uh, sales price and commercial deals right 
So they're going to, they're, that's how they're going to make money. From, and all of these things are coming, they should come with a better plan how all of this will, especially when it comes to like, you know, those mon that, that money coming, how it's going to trickle down. And more importantly, who is going to provide the checks and balances, right? They are saying they want to break away from UEFA, which kind of seems like, who is the authority that's going to provide? We need checks and balances. Every society needs checks and balances in some form. So who is going to provide checks and balances? Because if I say we're just going to trust some bunch of private executives, you know, it's in the wrap up, I think that's that's very dangerous. That's a dangerous way to go. So those are my, those are my final thoughts. Uh, for everybody who are in the comments, uh, who supported and engaged, um, share, like, subscribe um, to our channel. You can attach your friends, enemies, sister, uncle, auntie, everybody. Share, like, subscribe. Uh, I think I'll take the last three comments, which came from Oname, before we go. Oname says, it's nice to see Toby actually have some point that support the ESL and ways they can improve it and actually articulate well on like, <laughs> on like someone that goes ranting money, money, money. Someone's about the money. Hey, don't blame someone. Money is a money man. I think the last comment says a lot of people underestimate the importance of grassroots football. Um, the Premier League and the superstar players we enjoy today most likely don't have to support smaller clubs. I agree, I agree. I think oh, it's very important. Grassroots football is very important. Can I add one quick point? Real quick, sorry. And I forgot this during the comment. Yep. One of the key issues that the ES, um, ESL has to also keep in mind. When I said there are things that makes, um, there were, when I said there are things that makes um, the American system so, um, successful here, that they would have to worry about in over there. One of the key key issues is that in American sports, the supply of talent is completely or almost completely free to them. These players come That's out true. of college. And then they just get drafted. In Europe, that is not what's happening. You're going to have to buy yeah. those players. You're going to have to get them away from the teams that own them right now. So that's going to be a big thing for them to figure out if they really want to go the American system. But 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 to that point, last point. But the best player goes to the worst team. We didn't say they would, but you. No, no, but I'm just saying. I'm just. I know you know this, but I'm adding that. When we say, oh, American model is not competitive, the reason why I have a lot of... I didn't say it's not competitive. No, no, no not, not you. I'm saying oh, okay. the prior argument of why an American-style model will not be competitive. I'm like, look, they have things in place like, yes, we get talent for free, but if the best quarterback is coming out of school, he's going to get paid the same money whether he goes to New Orleans or he goes to Packers. He's going to, but he's going to get drafted to the worst team because they would have the draft. And so they keep it competitive they have ways and i'm not saying football has to do the same thing but there are ways you can keep football competitive even though you're in a closed league with no relegation i just wanted to point okay. that out okay. okay you know that's a good idea for the next podcast toby toby has just given me a good idea for the next podcast american system versus versus uh uk british european system of football that's gonna be a Next podcast. Well, not message next, but future podcast. I'll put it in the queue. 
And whenever I do that, I'm going to make sure I bring Toby around. Bring, bring my boy Samuel with me. And because if you guys are going to bring him, I'm going to need Samuel behind Samuel me. Samuel is welcome. We want Samuel. We want Samuel. He's welcome. Uh, the, the, the people are asking, Samuel, people are asking for you. We don't want any excuses anymore. Don't tell me you are, <laughs> don't tell me you are busy, Samuel. <laughs> people are asking. Huh? You know, when Donald Trump goes to the debate, he doesn't take Steve Bannon with him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good way to end. That's a good way to end this podcast. Let me say, Toby, thanks for coming. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you coming on, sir. Boys. Give me two hours of your time today. Uh, favorite, thanks for coming. It's been a while. Thank you, guys. We finally found you and dragged you here. Thanks for coming. And one love, finally, one love. Ola, as always, yeah, one uh, love, everybody. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. I, 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 people will say, okay, maybe, yeah, we, we tend to be a bit argumentative, but it's always, it's always good to just have a good LD debate. And I enjoyed this one. Toby, nice of you to come on. Very good. Good no, man thanks. yourself, that we say. <laughs> we enjoyed it, guys. Anytime. Yeah. I'm so always here. We are. All right. Bye, guys. Yeah, I've ended it. All right. Life, man. Well, okay. You cool. guys take care.